subtitles get on. Get the subbies. Get the subby yubbies. As a little treat. As a little treat. Just How does Horatio feel about subtitles? Um, we're both big fans of subtitles, uh, actually. Alfie's just not. He thinks it takes you out. Did you know that it's actually apparently a bit of a phenomenon with the youth? Mm. Phenomenon. Ooh. Phenomenon. Wow. Um, that people like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Start. Let's start. Let's start. Um, that young people like to watch TV with the subtitles on. Apparently, it's just like a, it's becoming a lot more popular with the young crowd. Oh, really? Yeah, because it means that you can you can digest. I mean, I guess in a way, it means that you're reading and watching at the same time. But it's also quite depressing because it shows that we're so used to watching things on our phone. Yeah. With subtitles, that yeah. The TV is just a large phone. The TV is just a large phone, though, really. <laughs> it and is. it's just like a large shitty phone because it doesn't call people and stuff, does right. it? Well, I, I don't call people anyway, do I? Uh, I don't think... We don't need the phone for that. I don't think I've had a phone that. call in quite a long time. Anyone that actively tries to call me and it's like, and, and then I don't pick up and then they message like, hey, hey, you're around for a call later. I take it as such a threat to my physical body just, and my mental presence. Yeah, really scary stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are so here. So we're here. We're here for the finale. Whoa. It's front page of Guardian, five stars. What? How many stars would you give the finale, BB? Five. I would give it the full five. I'd I would give, give it the full five. five finger punch. You did it, guys. You did, you it. did it. You did it. But do you know what? If it had to be an hour... I don't think they would have been five stars. The fact that it was able to be 90 minutes, that shows how powerful this show is. They were just given 90 minutes. Yeah, they were given 90 minutes um, to just play. It just had the time to breathe. There were so many little me- moments where they would not have been able to fit that in had it been 60. Um, so yeah, full five stars. Big, full on five stars. Powerful analysis there, powerful. Um, so, do you know what is so crazy is that Alfie predicted this yeah yeah he yeah. predicted it well yeah i i think he did predict it i i feel like the do you not the clues were there the, the clues, clues were, were there. there but the thing is you could argue that with any ending mm. had they chosen to go in a different direction you could have been like the clues were there because they purposefully make it that there are so many possible endings here that we would have also accepted and been very grateful for how, this one how, hurts yes yeah, so so what is your what what's your guttural reaction my guttural reaction is that this is the way that it was always going to go really this was the fact that logan roy probably never really wanted any of his kids to succeed to take over because they didn't deserve it and he thought that they were silly people and he probably pitted them against each other from the start mm. um so that you just checking on that? Just checking on that? Yeah. Um, I think that this was his master plan. And I think that uh, Roman, the reason he had a little mental breakdown this episode was because he was the only one that probably really clocked on to the fact that none of them were ever properly going to make it. His nihilism this episode when he said, um, we're all bullshit and you need to just realise that. that. That was my favourite moment. That, that was the that bullshit, was probably the the bullshit best sentences. Yeah. Um, the physical he says bullshit fights. earlier on as well. He says bullshit in the Caribbean as yeah. well. Like, you can't bullshit me. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, think the bullshit yeah. element is is Kendall, right? All along, all four series has been kept afloat by bullshit. Yes. He believes his own bullshit. Kendall is the embodiment of hope, of like, you know, twisted hope, I guess, because obviously it's been so fucked up his path in so many ways. And yet there was one driving force that made his life worthwhile, that kind of made his addiction worthwhile which made his his separation from his family worthwhile 
all of the pain and tribulation that he's gone through, all of the things that he sacrificed, it was all for one goal. And it's just so crushing to see even somebody that you know you shouldn't be rooting for, but who you are regardless because of the way that this show is set up. Well, when- to just see him wandering off into the sunset, realising that it's all just been for nothing. That was just so painful and perfect. You know, baby no, girl Kendall. No, no, I don't agree. I'm not, a, I'm not on a Kendall. You're not a Kendall stan. I did, I found when he, he really pulls out all the emotional manipulation cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when he says that, he told me when I was seven. Yeah. He told me when I was seven that yeah. this was, that it was going to be me. Yeah. And, I, I just found it amazing that Shiv and Roman didn't be like, well, you were fucking seven. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Like, but yeah, I, he does use all of his, his tactics to, tr- to try and play the siblings right up until the final moment. Um, yeah, it's so frantic and desperate by the end. The oh. physical altercation that they get into in the glass mm. office. The one thing that I was like, when Shiv said, but you killed someone. Oh, I just didn't. That was that was the bombshell of the whole thing. That's what we had all been waiting for. And it was so underdone mm. in the way that they love to do it in the show. Yeah. They were like, no, we're not going to give it to you, Piping Hot. We're going to give it to you, Rhea. We're going to give it to you like it would actually happen. It's just something that someone says, throws it in your face. And the way that he denies it, and I don't know if their reaction was based on the fact that they're disgusted that he would lie about that or disgusted by the fact that they know that he... They're disgusted by both. Yeah, they're disgusted by both. They know they know it probably did happen, and they know that he's trying to cover it up because that's what he wants so much. Both of them in that moment have already decided that they're going to go against him. Roman is so gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's defeated from the funeral onwards. Yeah, and so he is very quick to be like, "No, actually, fuck it. No, actually, fuck it." Um, Maybe he's defeated from Logan's death onwards, actually. Yeah, because. Everything that he's doing, even when it's like actively, you know, with Kendall in the pursuit of like taking things over, it does feel like he's doing it in in a kind of careless, well, I might as fucking well, you know, jump off a cliff as well as I, uh, as much as I might as well help you try to take over the well, company. Well, he's got, he's rootless. He's completely rootless. I think rootless. he's completely rootless, but so, yeah. Interestingly, we're looking right now at the Shiv Matson first scene. Um, so we, we we actually start with Kendall, and I read in the Guardian review, which I I only noticed the second time I watched it. But Kendall does start like slightly um, shaky. Yeah, like he he's thrown by Stewie not going with him, and he from that moment on we're like, okay, it doesn't look that sh- like a sure thing for Kendall. Yeah. Whereas Shiv, the first thing we see her with Matson, it's overly assured. Yes. She is like really playing CEO. Yeah. And 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 now that we see it again, like Matson is already, he's already he's playing hard to get. No, no, but I think he's already made his decision, and I she mean, I fails feel, the test. Yeah, I feel bad for saying this because I do think that Shiv, you know, is so phenomenal in some ways. But the fact is, I have never thought that it should be her. Really? Even when Matson has, you know, supposedly picked her out, I always somewhat knew deep down in my bones that he was playing her, and I just feel like she wouldn't actually be great for it. In the way that I don't think any of them would be I great I don't think any it. of them would, but what, what is such a shame for Shiv in this episode and a shame for women is that she, no one believes that she could no, do it. No, no one believes and, that she could do it. And she is like Kendall is riding his own, you know, wave of bullshit. She is trying so hard to carry all women on her shoulders yeah. and try and get somewhere. And that moment when Carolina walks her to the, to the room at the end and is like, look... Uh, yeah, you're doing a good thing. Um, we're, we're, you know, paving a new way. Please, can you get rid of Hugo? 
uh, it's such a powerful little moment. And for a second I thought, oh, actually, yeah, even though she won't be very good at it, she could do something here. She could change it. She's choosing the lesser of two evils. And I think if I were to have to pick a moment where Shiv like definitively makes up her mind, it's when Kendall is sitting in um, Logan's desk at his chair um, I just used the wrong prefixes for both of those worlds. I don't know what a prefix is, so it's fine. At the, he was sitting at the desk in his chair. Apologies mm. for that. Sorry, everyone. I know that everyone was very intense about that. The mistakes I just On made. The prefix podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when he was sitting at the desk and he put his feet up on the desk. Okay, well, when, I saw, we're gonna, when, when it comes. Yeah. But I think that there's a look on Shiv's face that says, you are going to be Logan, you know, part two. Yeah. You're going to be the exact same problem that I cannot fix. You're going to be the room that I'm not allowed into. If I, but instead Tom, despite the fact that it disgusts her that he has just been such a fucking coward and spineless and played the game so well to get to the position that he's been in, he is still the father of her heir to the throne. And why the fuck wouldn't you? Well, no, she's clinging on to whatever power she can get. Yes. And by association, she has power. Totally. But also I think for Tom, she she does love him that phone call that we've just seen like she when she tragically says look is there anything you know her her saying is there any interest for you in having a real relationship this whole idea of bullshit shiv they are all trying to form a new reality for themselves in the wake of logan's death um and their whole identity has always been with the idea of who will be the next successor um growing up in this kind of incredibly privileged but emotionally impoverished as the guardian says um lives and so this idea of a real relationship actually she has chosen that is what she's chosen yeah and um and therefore she is the winner yeah she's she's definitely the winner out of the three of them um but it's just sad that her fate has to um be so tied in with the misogyny that's never going to be um yeah the patriarchy and, you know, all the buzzwords. I know, and also all, all the buzzwords and also all, all the buzzwords. All the things that people should say that are clever about this topic. And feminism. All of them. Yeah. And feminism. And things and we don't boss, understand. Yeah. And things that we should understand. Yeah. You know, and things that we, you know, would be able to understand if we, you know, We're could. intelligent people, yeah. But the thing is, like, that's not for us to say. But We're here to talk shit about it, okay? Buzzwords, buzzwords, So buzzwords. she's a woman and a woman <laughs> is whoa man you no, know she she basically whoa, that was, that is heavy. ruined the second that she says that she's pregnant yeah and um and also what i don't quite follow is her her love for tom because she seems to have really done a u-turn there mm-hmm. she's on the back foot he is the one in control and you know what with with kendall and roman and, and their they're fucked up kind of replica of this abuse with Logan and yeah. Roman and I feel like it's Tom who was the good guy before he was the one who was who adored her by him turning and becoming the the one in power the one who's got the control the one who's actually not being very nice to her she's in love with him again yeah it's well of course all a fucked up yeah yeah because it's all like a, a cycle of abuse or whatever and yeah. the fact is she was always going to gravitate towards a man with power who kind of uh, treated her a little bit poorly. Yeah. But who ultimately has his hands on the rein. So, on the reins. Yeah. She wants to win. She wants to and win. When he says and she's going to pick the winning horse. When he says, you just don't like to lose, do you? When she says, 
you know, do you want a real relationship? And he says, like, I, uh, look, I don't know. The fact that he really, he sees her by you the You don't end. like to fail a test, do you, Siobhan? You don't like to fail a test. Because she doesn't want to be divorced. She doesn't. But she also, she doesn't want to, no, she doesn't want to be rejected. She doesn't want to be rejected. No, she doesn't want to be rejected. Doesn't want to be rejected by loser Tom as well. No, but he's not a loser. I find him so much more sexy now. Yeah, he gets sexier and sexier. Let's just talk for a second about Greg. Okay. So from the moment the episode begins and we see him, he's already betraying everyone he can just to get his own squirmy little way forward. yeah, 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 yeah. It's so gross. Yeah, he's like the big long Tetris piece, you know? The big long one that's just the four squares in a line because he can just fit in anywhere, you yeah. know? But he can't bend. But he can't bend. So he is playing Tom. He is completely going for whatever way he can cling on. He's right? pathetic when he wants the, the quad or whatever um, How to work. How dare he? How, How dare, dare he? he? Because he knows that they fucking hate him as well. He knows that Madsen hates him. He knows that Tom... But actually, maybe Tom is the only one that truly cares for him deep down, given that he does provide something for him at the end. Maybe because Tom sees himself in Greg in the way that they're both spineless and they're both willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, but it also... it's All, all the themes come back to... Um, Tom and Greg have been brutal to each other. They have hit each other in the bathroom. They have, they have, they have, they know everything about each other. That was probably the moment that Tom realised that he actually had a bit of respect for Greg. Was when Greg actually slapped him back. Maybe, but he hit him. Tried to hit him before, I think, in a previous episode. Yeah, but they've had little squabbles before. But that's the first time I'm pretty sure you've ever seen a full-on thwack. Yeah. from Greg. But um, it, Tom, like when Shiv says, uh well, we've said all the, the worst things you can say to each other and in a way that makes you free. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautifully that is the line. Writers. Well I, done, guys. Yeah, that's the line of the episode and that, that is the line that kind of is fitting for all of the characters. Mm. They have done all the worst things you can possibly do and say and yet they are still bonded. Yes. And so with Greg and Tom, that that's the same there for them because... Tom can't let his little, like, weasel go. No. Because he knows too much. Totally. And he knows everything that Tom has also done similarly to get to the position that he's in. And he can relate. And Greg is, you know, cut from the same cloth as him mm. in the way that he's not cut from the same cloth as the Roy's. I was actually just thinking then when you were describing Tom um, in the way that he has grown in attractiveness and power throughout the series. Do you think that maybe part of the reason why Shiv is like more connected to him at the end is because there is something about him that's reminiscent of Logan? I think Given so. that he's come from supposedly relatively humble beginnings in, you know... Maybe. From the Midwest, and he's worked his way up, and, you know, therefore, is he more deserving of the title than one of the siblings? I feel like Shiv is fighting against... Um, she. Kn- everybody knows that, actually, she's fucking smart. Yeah. And she could do it, but they're not going to give her that because she's a woman and because they want to take... They want to be ahead of her. And so, right at the end, maybe she is... Maybe she does have this kind of newfound respect and kind of she knows that she's never going to get there so she's going to attach herself to the person who knows that she actually could do it and maybe she can be the brains behind the the seat you know she can be be the brains behind him um what was she saying you know like with Matson, there was that like caricature that piece that was done that actually seemed to work against her she seemed to put that piece that like a publicity piece about her and Matson, and she didn't like it no, 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 I think that she was conscious. I don't think that it was like, it was go- It was going to come out anyway. Um, 
and I think that she was like aware of what it was like before it went to press maybe that's what she seemed to imply because the picture was her with like a giant head kind of like um she was in control of Matson like a marionette doll yeah um and I think that she could just tell that that power imbalance of like a woman being in charge of yeah. a man that she was just because she's so hyperconscious because she's had to be hyperconscious that her yeah. whole life uh, but by, by the way that you know that that obviously doesn't mean anything yeah but she also secretly wanted that to be okay but I feel like she, she put that that piece was her it was driven by her probably and that, they, they hint to that later yeah but that is essentially what I think will happen with her and Tom yes she'll be the puppet master yes. of Tom and she knows that actually that is a way of getting power totally so she's just she's just she's just kind of has to give in to that yeah and eventually I, I feel like if there was another series which there so could easily be. This final episode did an incredible job of making me want more. Mm. They're leaving us wanting more. Because what, so I, you know, maybe at the end of this, we can just quickly say what we would want for the second, for yeah. the fifth series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just major roles. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, major storylines and roles in the story arc. <laughs> so face eggs was another brilliant moment, wasn't it? Yeah. Just so, she's so great because she just throws away these like, thing about Pink Floyd doing his shit in the pool. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, what I love about her is that Harriet she, Walter. Harriet fucking Walter just blasting into every yeah. scene that she's in and just taking, annihilating everyone else. But what I love about all of these really weird things that her character comes out with is she kind of presents this, this like silliness, this grossness to, um, she, she provides like a very refreshing alternative to how straight laced everyone else is, mm. how much everyone else is desperately trying to show how powerful they are and how posh they are and how much money they have. She is like <laughs> this silly Billy yeah. who's just like, oh, and Pink Floyd did a poo in the ball. <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, but she I, can't have always been silly. No, but I think that she's been so worn down by the suits, by by the Logans, mm. by the people who have constantly interrupted her plans, that she's there for a good time. She's there to remind everyone how fucking stupid they all are. And well, like when she says people... the thing about boardrooms. Yeah, oh, another another meal ruined because of a board meeting. I you know, think I'm not heard that, that before? But that was deadly serious. Yeah. That was her saying in her lighthearted tone, I don't give a shit anymore. This is the reason why I'm distant. This is the reason why I've not been a mother to you. Because all of the things that you want, that you're striving for, they mean nothing. They, You're just Pink Floyd doing yeah. shit in the pool. Yeah, true. And... I did find it. I did find it quite moving, the fact that Roman, after getting beaten up and stampeded upon mm. at the protest, goes to his mother, um, out of loyalty. You yeah. know, she he he mentions, you know, like, are you going to go to mum's thing in the Caribbean and blah, 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 Caribbean? And then then she she says very sweetly, no, but no, 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 no. I'm I'm looking after Roman. Yeah, I'm looking after him, very pointedly, as if. It's actually one of the few times she's ever looked after Roman. Yeah. And Roman really does take the role of baby there, like yeah. the one that needs protecting. In that cute little t-shirt, look, which I saw in color. Succession Fashion, oh. was from Walmart and it was only £15 or $15. Because obviously it's really interesting to look at the price of all of the clothes that the main three wear. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, it was he was wearing a $15 t-shirt in that scene, which obviously has to mean something, oh right? Oh my God, the that's amazing. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, so he's a baby, he needs protecting, and and as the, the siblings swarm in to kind of get what they want from him like vultures, she is trying to protect him. Yeah. And they all have a way of being honest with each other and playful in her presence, which makes me think, it makes me, makes me feel good. It makes me feel like, well, hopefully there were times in their childhood where they did, they were able to just be kids and, and, and have fun with each other and relax. Well, the... 
Which obviously we're going to get to the yeah, kitchen scene. Yeah, exactly. In a the kitchen scene, which apparently was the last scene that they, that they filmed. They filmed because you could see, because I, I, I looked on Instagram and I saw that they like shaved Jeremy Strong's yeah. head after that scene. So that's really nice that they got to end on such a fun scene. But, um, oh no, I was about to say something and I can't remember. Uh, Maybe we'll come back to you. We were saying kitchen scene, we were saying childhood, we were saying it's nice to think that they had like nice moments in their childhood um, with the mum and that she's like warm in those moments. Yeah, she is. She is actually about to. Oh, yeah, yeah, food. Like when they, when she lays out dinner and it's like, well, I didn't think you'd be hungry because of Jella. It's just so funny that. It's such a great universal mum experience as well. What do you mean? Like, like, like mums, it's just like, it was such a, such a simple, but like such a specific moment that made me feel like they've done such intense character work. Exactly, yeah. There, it, because that felt really real for a mum to be like, oh, but you wouldn't want to be eating anything in now anyway. Like, it that was just so, so much, doesn't it? It's just it so, so much, much about the, you know, hi- the history of meals and their family. Exactly, and control and like, you know. Oh, I just, I thought that that was... Just brilliant. Anytime yeah. that she's been in it, I've just adored it. Every but second. actually, this idea of motherhood and, well, parenthood in succession is just so important. And Shiv being now obviously pregnant mm. in this final episode um, and actually showing it. You mm. know, you can see her belly, you can see her boobs, you can see that she is like, she is about to be a mother very yeah. soon, actually. Yeah. Um, is I, I found that really moving that they were visiting the mum and they were, it was a kind of, it was meant to be a place and it did become a pay- place of like a treaty. Is that a treaty? Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah. Oh my Look God. at you! Oh. Historian Jessica. Oh. Um, let's yeah. Get, let's get you your honorary degree. <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> we could get succession degrees. You we know? really we probably There could. probably would be. We actually really couldn't because we get so many of our facts wrong. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. facts wrong. I feel like I, I haven't listened to other succession podcasts because... You know, I'm not going to betray our own thing that we got going on here, but I'm sure that they like have like a spreadsheet of like all of the. Whereas we go off more on vibes. We but go, no, 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 no. Hang on, say I did my show last week at the Soho Theatre, and on before me okay, was not the to brag. was the um, Foxcroft and Normcroft, Fo- the Sarah Sarah Barron and yeah. Jeff Lloyd, yeah, 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 yeah. who I adore, I yeah, love them. Yeah, but I've never listened to their podcast. But their notes were on stage. Yeah. Oh my god, did you take a peek? I did take a little peek. So they're they they're, they they were doing their live podcast. Um, we never it, got offered a live podcast for this. Well, we could have done one if we wanted to. We just we just didn't want to do one. No, we were too cool. Come on, this is for us. It's not for it's you. It's just a passion project. But it was really interesting seeing the audience um, coming out. Yeah. Very, were they cool? They were very cool people. Yeah. They cool, were very sexy cool people. people watch Succession. Cool. Mid-30s. Yeah. Like, like trendy. Had You know, they obviously had a sense of humor. You can just tell when people have a sense of humor by yeah. what they wear, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, by the type of collar that they've got on. Yeah, you know, like how the dirty gloss. their tote bag yeah, is. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's like, oh, you can you can roll around in the hay and you can have a laugh, can't you? So I don't think they're like, I don't know. Oh, we should we should just we should finally now that it's over, we should go back and listen to their podcast. Definitely. But um, they were very sweet. I didn't want to be like, I do a succession podcast <laughs> as I was trying to get my props out of the dressing room. Um, but no. It, yeah, the mother. The, I, I just, I'm so glad that Harriet Walter was in this final episode. Mm. Um, and to round things off. Yeah, in place of Logan. Yes, and um, it, it's it for a second because the, what's what's great about placing it in in this kind of the middle of nowhere, this this scene and the, the last episode, um, the last scenes they filmed here. Yeah, the, the only hellhole in paradise, as she calls it. Just, just I love it, like incredible. the fact that it's got leaks and it's. 
um, is that when you're, the business world seems to be so fast moving and feels so important and, and like life or death constantly. And that they're addicted to that adrenaline and that pace. Whereas they have to stop here. Um, and for a second you're like, but no, we're so used to watching it with that pace too. Like something has to happen now. Something, has, something big's happening, something big's happening. And so to, to actually just stop for a second and get off the treadmill and just see them interacting as siblings and seeing them get rum and Kendall just aggressively throwing ice off it, out of the glass. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because he didn't want the garnish because there was like a little bit of lime and like I think there was like a bit of mint there at the top of the uh, glass and it was him just being like, no, I don't want that. I just want pure alcohol. Oh, really? That's what I think it was. And he does have a scotch or a drink. I don't mm. know. I don't know liquors. Yeah. Um, in the in the office. Yeah. I did notice him drinking a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was nice to have just a change of pace, a change of scenery right in the middle of the episode. I think it is in the middle of the No, it's no. It's actually, it's very early on. Um, and just to kind of see them in a completely different setting just to, as we say goodbye to them yes well I think that you're so right it was like we got a chance to hit pause on the disaster the plane crash that's about to happen in slow motion and we got to actually see them in a vacuum what they would interact like if it wasn't if there wasn't all of this just nonsense buzzing around buzzing around they actually get along really really well and there's an elastic there yes and they do have with siblings like they have said the worst things to each other they have fought so much like and 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 we're not forgetting that this is day six no what day 10 after he died yeah like they seem to it's not as awkward as i i would have expected it to be the only moment that i actually found awkward funnily enough was when and it before we get to that amazing kitchen scene um was when roman and shiv are trying to discuss amongst themselves if they should murder Kendall. Yeah. I don't know why, but a part of me was like, that would be so banal. That would be so wackadoo. That would be so crazy if they decide to end it on their murdering Kendall. Yeah. I don't know why I actually believed it in that moment. That was just, it was very great I, acting I from kind them. Of, I believed it too, actually, for but, a second. I thought, oh, this is going to take a little time. But it's, it, I mean, it was just so reminiscent of the fact that they just can't talk about anything sincerely. It has to be so imbued with like violent imagery and it has to be so <laughs> nasty. They can't just be happy and sincerely happy for their brother. But obviously it's because they're not, right? Like, I thought it was so sweet when they swam over to him and he's so overjoyed by the fact that they are. You can smile, you can smile. Yeah, it felt like it could be this moment of connection, but there is too much that's gone on in between for them to be truly happy, for him to be the one that takes over. It was only in the kitchen when it's all released and it's like, no, now that we've said that, let's just fuck around that's yeah. when I actually felt like I could breathe again although uh, yeah, I don't I... really feel like I could breathe this whole episode I did have like a snake in my stomach I was so tense so, do I, so did I but 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 what they cut back to um is Matson and Tom um and we don't realize at this point but Matson is auditioning Tom yeah because Tom's like well you know he's he's scheduling the third hang you know uh, I'm gonna get the chart Tom has no idea he's quite innocent yeah. and he's fumbling and he's sweet and he's oh I just said that the uh, the colors are nice or something you yeah. know at the gallery yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I thought that was so <laughs> the great. colors go well together does that is that a sentence <laughs> and, and Grace, I know I think it is but it's just perfect because Tom and then he goes for dinner um with Matson and he still is innocent he doesn't yeah. realize what's going on and I think that is lovely yeah because he's probably the only one who doesn't ever think that there is a possibility that yeah. he, it could be him. But then is that why Matson is picking him? Yeah, because Matson, he's clueless. Kind of. But I think Matson is being more evil. I think he is absolutely 
in a misogynistic way, found out that she's pregnant. Yeah. Actually enjoyed their flirtation before. Yeah. And now that it's a, she's off the table because she's pregnant, um, he's sticking a knife in. Yeah. And I think that that is probably just quite a... I mean, it puts her in a very powerful position that the that her husband um, is now in charge. She is pregnant with the heir to the throne. And the guy that's put all of this into place, i.e. Matson, has actively said that he wants to fuck her. Like, she is in a great position there. She yeah. basically holds all the cards. And that's, you know, if there was going to be... There was going to be a spin-off. <gasps> it could be about Shiv's baby. Or it could be about Logan in the early years. Well, no, it would be the whole... Well, yeah, that would be later on. But initially, it could be Tom, to, to help his position, letting Shiv fuck Matson. Yes. Full power. Yeah. That would be kinky. Anyway, we have to... Um, let's, 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 get, let's, get, let's get on with the... Let's talk a little bit about that food scene in the kitchen. Uh, we have to. So, yeah, I didn't realise until just now that that was the last scene that they filmed. Oh. They just got to have a bit of fun together, didn't they? I, I just, I, I, I just want to know about all the other times they did that. Apparently, um, the I saw somebody who was like worked on the set. That before, before, before the kitchen scene. That's just for a second. Just talk about this scene with the mum and the dinner, and how I knew you wouldn't she, be hungry in this heat. No, but how she gets Peter to come in and try and pitch a business idea oh before the board my meeting. God. Because also it just shows how unimportant she views everything. Because she just refers to it as, oh, just another board meeting. Like, she must know how life or death, how, like, life or death. <laughs> life or death. She must know what's going on to some extent. She must realise that Roman's come here for a reason, like, beaten up and bruised. She must see Shiv and Kendall, like, having these tense discussions. But she doesn't fucking give a shit. But she She's wants- like, no, listen to my husband, pitch you a business idea. But before that, she's trying to say, just get rid, just yeah. just start again. Yeah. Look at me, I'm free. Yeah. Be yeah. like me. Yeah, and, uh, maybe, and maybe Roman will. Maybe well, well, Roman bloody will. But he has to in the end right I know do you think that that little wry smile that he does at the end is like hello I'm free or do you think it's okay I'm fucked now forever but I'm I fucked now care. forever yeah okay. so, but do they still own do they still have I don't understand what happened well look, like we're not gonna like we don't know what happened. the ins and outs of the business they but have shares they so all they they've given out, over their shares they? they get loads of money they're gonna get fucking rich after this but like Kendall says we're already rich, right? It's not about that. It was all about the power for them. But how were they already rich? Just from being Roy's? Well, yeah. Obviously, they're already rich from being Roy's. But they're going to get even richer when Matt's... When they, 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 they're basically... They've, they've sold the company that they have huge shares in. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's just like loads of money. Just like imagine like a room full of money, like a thousand of them. They have all of that. And when he has to go and sign the paper... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. When, when he has to go and sign the paper at the end... Oh, uh, just excruciating. It's like him having to do some kind of naked catwalk. They have purposefully dressed him in such slim-fitting clothes this season to make him look as tiny and fragile mm. as possible, I think. Well, I realised that when I rewatched the funeral scene. I realised that he, in the first scene of that episode where he's rehearsing his speech, he's really projecting and using his voice yeah. and his body. And then we, he basically is a tiny little boy yeah. when he's on stage, when he's at the altar and he his voice is barely there. He sounds so young. Yes. And I thought that was just such a brilliant performance from, yeah. from Kieran. Yeah. Um, so Greg here is stabbing Kendall in the back. Um, 
offering him something in the toilets because he just very, very cleverly give no, it to no, Greg. No, he's, not, he's not stabbing Kendall in the back. He's stabbing Kendall, Tom. Tom in the back. But he very cleverly uh, translates what yes. Max and his friend are saying. Brilliant. So that which was I just was basic Google Translator incredible. Basic Google Translator, but it just shows that Greg is really quite adept at betrayal. Well, also, I think it shows that sometimes having like a simple like way of looking at things can actually be the most useful thing because I think somebody who's like a bit more intellectual than Greg or somebody who's like a bit fancier wouldn't think to do that because it's like no that that seems but he just is he's plugged into just okay how how do I react to this situation as it stands right in front of me he's frantic he's desperate he thinks he's going to get the chop yeah and so he just um he just like uses his street smarts in that yeah. moment and I think that that that's very impressive of well, him Well the pendulum really. of um what's going to happen the stakes are so high who's going to get chopped yeah greg is is kind of a symbol of that he, yeah we keep coming back to right this is the the, the pace the, yeah the, the pace you know <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to the fucking mum's house and it's all a bit slower and shiv is destroyed yeah when she finds out. Oh my God. I just feel so sorry for her. He, and she she was so thrilled to actually have something to rub into her brother's faces. I know. You know? I won. I, I won. won. You just have to accept the fact that I won and it all comes crashing down. She doesn't even get one fucking day to celebrate. And her face. Honestly. Feminism. Incredible. We need it. We need yeah. it now. Big um, time. Hashtag feminism. Big time. Big oh girl boss. And they love it. They love telling her. They just love telling her that she's that 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 Matson is seeing other people. Oh my god! And she just cannot bear it. She's so betrayed. She's just been so fucked over. You know, already calling, already calling, and oh, then he doesn't pick up. And then you I hear know. her scream. I know. It's excruciating. It's just perfect. It's just perfect that moment. Um, but yeah, I I just wanted her. I wanted her to have some moment of joy yeah. in this episode. And I think the only moment of joy and respite for everybody, the audience included, in this episode is the food scene. Is the kitchen. And maybe the water. So, but. no, I was going to say before that um, somebody who worked on the set design said that they, it was it was really intense because the actors basically had access to all of the cupboards. So they had to fill everything with food and with things that they could use. Because obviously there must have been so much improvisation in that scene. Oh, shit. So they, so, had to, so so they, they did, filled oh. an entire kitchen. And it, it probably was completely just devised by themselves, which I just think is so beautiful and lovely to think how much fun they must have had with that. That's so great. And so Kendall... He tries to get them to group together. Yeah. Again. And he's so, so pumped up, yeah. isn't he? He still thinks that this is a possibility. But in a false way. Like in there's a false way it's, there's Roman like an adrenaline. Yeah, Roman is already mentally checked out. I think as you can see earlier on. Now when I do my rewatch, I think you're gonna be able to tell pretty early on that Roman is just kind of going with whatever takes him forward. But um, also Ro um Kendall repeats a few times the fact that Matson killed Logan. Yeah. And I think that that you do, you know, with time post death, you do have a clearer sense of, you know, you 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 have your own opinion about how that person died or, yeah. you know, what happened. And I think that he's really choosing to blame yeah. Matson, which I don't think is actually necessarily no. true. But it's like something that you tell yourself because it makes it easier to digest. Well, it's also an, an easier way for him to get power because yeah. if if they also if he makes them believe that Matson is the reason to yeah, and to get rid of the guilt that they also all feel for the fact that they also in a way kind of killed their dad, which all of them have said in one way or another at other points, you know? They're all racked with such guilt and then they just throw it and project it at each other. 
Um, so yes, in this kitchen scene is the only time that you feel the tension drop. It was the only time that the snake in my stomach started to have a little sleep. And I was grinning from ear to ear yeah, like same. my face hurt because they were just so silly mm. and the mum wandering in and being like don't stay up too late god it just made me <laughs> want to bundle all of them up in the a little blanket the bread yeah the Peter nobbies. doesn't like the nobbies <laughs> and then when they did the British accent the British accent and that just oh god god just, there's just... a contrast to them previously being like you know no it it's me yeah it's me and the other one be like no, but it's me. Yeah. It's me. That, that 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 all comes down to just them desperately believing that it's them. And yeah. it's so, that's what like, the entire like, series like is children about. in the kitchen saying, I get the last dice lolly. Literally, yeah. it's the same discussion that you're having. Yeah. It's all about the power structure. It's all about the hierarchy. It's all about, but you got that before. I was promised it when I was seven. It's just about who got who gets the fucking last dice lolly, isn't yeah. it? Oh my gosh. So I really liked Shiv in that scene as well because she was just kind of like, looked so proud of her brothers in a way, you know, sitting there, smiling, beaming, relaxed in a way that she doesn't ever get to be, not all constrained by her, you know, sexy blazers. It was just so, oh, the mum in the the gown coming in. Oh my gosh. Making a meal fit for a king in the way that all siblings and family dynamics have like a weird ritual. So that mm. being theirs. I don't know if that's like a well-known thing that people do when they sing Meal Fit for a King when they make like the gross everything smoothie. Oh, I mean, I've done that. that. You've done that? Meal Fit for a King? No, I've never, obviously I've never said Meal Fit for a King. Oh. That must be their particular thing. Yeah. But like, you know, I remember yeah. pouring and- gross stuff into like a, a glass of milk and, you know, Ben and Jamie and stuff. Oh like dare each other to drink it. It's such a universal experience in a way. So, yeah. And also it kind of symbolizes everything about them, which is like that they have access for everything. Yeah. But when you put it all together, it makes something disgusting. Well, actually that does remind me the access to everything part of privilege. Um, just how they are in New York City and they decide they're just going to go. Yeah, to the Bahamas. To, to the Bahamas, wherever they're going. And one shot they're in New York City and the next one they're in a beautiful car pulling yeah. up at this house in the middle of nowhere. Just the access you have when you're rich just yes. to go wherever you want in the world. Yeah, and then it's still to the mum full of leaks and just a, a hellhole in paradise. Like yeah. as they're driving through what looks to be quite like a, um impoverished uh, neighbourhood to get yeah. to her mansion that she lives in. Um, I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Just to show us the... The contrast. The status you have when you're, you know, the, the opportunity you have when yeah. you're rich. God, it really made me think I should marry a business mogul and then, you know, get loads of money in the divorce because I was like, God, imagine just having a house like that. But it also made me realise that we never see... We see Jess and Kendall very bitchly is like, new Jess, new, new Jess. Jess. Yeah. Um, we see Jess. Do we, we see Jess? No, no, I mean in, in, in total, in, yes. the, in all the series. But we don't... We have never been privy to to Roman's Jess yes. or or Shiv's Jess, but we do at the house when Shiv pulls up. Um, Harriet Walters like, oh, and you bought your people. And she's like, well, we're we're busy. So they do all have these people working yeah. for them constantly, yeah. and it's but it's weird that we only see the back end of of Kendall's. Yes, exactly, because Kendall is the main character. I think He's that's what's not so the main character he is. That's what's evident with this episode, Jesse. Come on, the last shot is him. No, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I know. Ken, um, the reason that Roman has the charm he does is because he's not 
the Kendall. Yeah, we yeah. need a Kendall in order to produce a Roman. You understand? Mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because Kendall is the main character does not mean that he is the best character. I think that he is the one that the writers are telling you no matter what awful shit he's done, you do have to sympathise with him to a certain extent. Yeah. And like that's why it's so heartbreaking seeing his demise and everything that he's worked for his whole life. He's actually probably, in what I've seen of Jeremy Strong, he's more Jeremy Strong here than I've ever seen him. Like, he's his his whole... Uh, when she <gasps> spits in it. Shiv spitting in it. Oh, my <laughs> God. And the fact is, Shiv spits in his drink. Kendall drinks it. And by the end... He must be thinking as he's sitting on that bench, I drank Shiv spit for nothing. She's no. the one that fucking wins. Oh my gosh. But she doesn't win. Because Ken- even though she technically wins, she doesn't win because she never got to shove it in her brother's face. I got picked over you. The only reason that she wins is because of her female anatomy and the fact that she's carrying the heir to the throne. That must suck. And that must, in the way that they all lose, she is never going to get that final, like victory because she'll know that if she were to ever say to them well I'm the one with the most power that they would say it's only because you got knocked up by the guy that that stole our dad's job she's willing to play that role yeah with that little hand that she puts on Tom at the end no that 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 broke me yeah it was so soft it was so slow when he just puts out his hand it's like come to me now you are mine and she just depressingly limply yeah puts her hand not even in his it's like we know what's going to happen. It was they very gonna... Renaissance painting that because his face, he had one eye in sort of shadow like a king, like, you know, in, in the paint, old paintings of the old days and they would like have all these hidden meanings. So one eye being in shadow being like, well, he's always looking out for something else and her little pale hand and it looked very fragile. But when they get off the plane after the mums and they all are a team, mm. all dressed in black. Yeah. All on the phone. Shiv is still very much team yeah. Kendall. Yeah. Um, and it's just... Yeah, it's it the the energy. What I loved in this episode is the is the is the the, the peaks and flow of energy. Yeah, because they build you up to knock you down, and they do that purposefully. Peaks and flow. Peaks Peak and, and flow. Is that right? Wait. Ebb and flow. Ebb, Ebb and flow. Ebba. Ebba and flow. I actually love the name Ebba. I love Ebba. And Ebba's sexy. Yeah, and all Ebba had to do in this episode was do a little wave. I know, and she did it great. Ebba. Ebba. Yeah. Also, we saw Matson freak out for the first time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. When he comes in, and is like. What is going on? Yeah, you really see how much he actually wants it. No, but it's just he's like a fucking toddler. Yeah. And 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 Ebba, where is Ebba? And she's just like, yeah, here. God, poor Ebba. God, poor Ebba. Oh, and also we just had to quickly talk about. Oh no, we 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 had to in depth talk about this moment here. But Connor and Willa. Oh. When they're doing the sticker thing, mm. it's such a great that this this scene actually. It could have gone in another episode, I think, but because uh, I'm almost like, no, I want to get, I want to yeah. get, I want to really sink my teeth into that, into what they're giving me here. Yeah, this is juicy. Yeah, Do you exactly. know what I mean? This is this is a this is a full fat milk. This is milk and a steak, and I want to get my teeth into it. But we got too much other stuff going. on. Too much on. other stuff. So this is why the episode ran so long, probably. But the stickers and mm. Willa being like, look, I have a play reading in six six to eight months. Probably. <laughs> so she's going to get her cow print couch and she's living in the nicest flat in the world. And she's a real winner. Shiv, Shiv is like, oh, well, you know, so medicine might actually not win. So yeah, you might be stuck with him. Yeah. And then taps her on the, the arm. And she and just looks so, so, it's so a, hollow. Exactly. Because actually there's no alliance there, yeah. allegiance there, woman to woman. To woman. No. She, she is not on the same wavelength as Willa. And she does not respect Willa. Yeah, but in a way, like in the way that Willa um, 
very, very powerfully says to Marsha when Marsha kind of makes a bit of a slide comment, well, look how well you've done for yourself. You too. And Willis says, well, you too. Yeah. In another world or in another episode or in another series or in another scene, you would be able to see Willa actually saying to Shiv, well, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're just married to the powerful guy. Maybe. But then when also when Connor, um, Roman or Kendall's like, weren't there some medals? Weren't there some medals too of dad's? And Connor's like, well, uh, there was a fir- there was a first part. Yeah, <laughs> first part. Um, it's and there's a little giggle. It's it just... was medals, right? Yeah, Not medals. Medals. I thought it was metals, and I was like, I wonder what metals is. Is it cutlery? <laughs> but so what the yeah the the most moving part really, other than the food blender moment, was that when they sit down and they were like, "What's this?" Yeah, and they see the video. Who would have filmed that video? Exactly. This is what I was wondering because it's. It's not Connor filming it. No, because he's in, in it. It's, I think it's Willa. It's Willa. And I guess Willa is like a filmmaker and like, you know, yeah. she's like documenting. But this it gives was, us such an insight it into was Logan privately. As, yeah. Actually, he was buddies. He was buddies. He was with, having with a Frank great time with Frank and Carl and Jerry. They all have an intimacy there. You see Connor being cool for the first time that you've ever fucking seen and it. And Logan liking Connor. Liking Connor. And they can have a laugh and they can relax and they can have dinner together. Because that you never, see, Kendall can't even finish a scotch with Logan. I mean, it really hurt because I feel like the siblings obviously were so moved to see that, like, you know, vignette of their father having a good time and and, and everything like that. But what it made me think was he was never able to be himself around you three. No, and they're watching it as viewers. Yeah. They're watching it like we're watching Succession. Yeah. And and they are seeing a different side to their father, a playful side. Kerry looking delighted. Him having his arm on Kerry. Like, it it was a really brilliant moment to show us that you can never truly know yeah anyone and maybe it was like it was a way to let us know as an audience that this 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 telling of the story that we're seeing is very much the three siblings like way of looking at things and it's so skewed and the reason why we have no idea what's going to happen until the very last moment why this tom taking over is such a shock to us when actually maybe it shouldn't be a shock is because they have a very twisted way of looking at the world they believe that they are entitled to all of this power and stuff and the reason why we feel so broken at the end is because we're like wait but that shouldn't have happened but seeing that little video clip it makes us realize oh shit there's a whole side of this world that we don't even know about maybe these are just three stupid kids that should never we're never going to make it you know maybe and and actually connor's in his element here connor's connor's doing great he knows his place he's got the stickers going on but carrie's also there carrie's there it's a really weird uh, i mean it's such a thing that we would never understand but this is like i find that so morbid that yeah. people are able to go and put stickers on someone's belongings and... yeah that was that's it's kind of freaky but then i think maybe maybe this is a moment where shiv makes the decisions when she when tom tells her when tom tells her that actually it's he tests her yeah he tricks her by asking shiv to tell her what's going on and shiv then has to say and is kind of humiliated saying yeah. um and oh my god this is so great tom can't can't go into slovenia you know yeah you know we're really excited about the how the long distance thing can add another dimension to you know uh, add a little spice. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> Get deeper into the marriage. And then, yeah, and then the second week itch. <laughs> um, no, I but- guess they had to leave that on a note because in a way, like if Connor and Willa had ended on a really positive note, that would have not been in keeping with the general kind of like, you know, bleakness of the series. Yeah. Like, of course that was never going to work. Like she was a prostitute that he basically bought and yeah. forces to live in his dollhouse. Of course that was never going to work. Of course they're going to have a long distance relationship. Yeah. 
She just wants to have a good time doing her play readings on her cow print couch, and I respect it. But so when Tom makes her make Shiv say what happened and then says, look, it's me, Shiv, it's me. Maybe that's the moment where, I mean, when Shiv makes that walk away from Tom, her, you know, her, her signature trot. Yeah, with her power trot, juicy ass. Yeah, she, it's just, oh, this is their funeral. When they're watching Logan on the video, that is their private funeral. Yeah. Really beautiful moment. But yeah, um... I feel like Shiv makes the decision there. Do you think so? Do you think that it's the pure shock and horror of realizing that this person that she thought was hers alone in a way, because even though Tom and her have been through hell and he's basically rejected her in the phone call they've just had, Tom is her possession. And in that moment, she realizes that it's another man who's more powerful than her. Maybe the shock of it all is what forces her into just thinking about things in a completely different way. It's not really so much that she's betraying her brothers. It's her realising that the system is never going to change. Yeah, and that she's fucked. And that she's fucked either so she's way. she's got to cling to whatever She's completely she fucked either way. She's fucked if it's Kendall and she's fucked if it's Tom. But if it's Tom, then at least she's pregnant with but his child. But also, I think she enjoys the fact that she does have some leverage. She can make a decision that's going to ultimately affect things. Whereas Roman is kind of just defeated by everything and so he knows that he has to go with wherever he's been told to go yeah so this moment with kendall and roman where he's like look it couldn't it could it, it could have been me i didn't really understand the dynamic here it was it was a very i think it was a purposefully confusing scene because i've seen so many different takes of this scene on twitter um and on the internet so some people believe that this scene with Roman kind of purposefully pulling open the cut on his forehead, a lot of people think that this is really, really hinting to the fact that Roman was primarily the child that actually had a bit of a physical, abu- a physically abusive relationship with Logan. Yeah. And that Logan would hit Roman and therefore the way that he seeks comfort now as an adult is with self-harm yeah so like it makes a lot of sense right because he's got all these yes he's got all of these sexual dysfunctions he has this weird mother madonna whore thing with jerry going on and then in the last episode we see him actively going out of his way to harm himself when he's stressed out so some people interpret this scene to be kendall recognizing that in this moment roman is basically saying it was never going to be me and i'm not good enough and Kendall is like letting him use his shoulder to calm himself down so he can hurt himself. So that's one interpretation. Other people believe that it's kind of Kendall hurting him. Like maybe Roman goes in for a hug initially, but then Kendall actively holds his head against him and kind of hurts him. But then I think, I think it's because, I think it's because like you said, it's actually because Roman wants to make it look like he's been a bit more beat up than he is so because he, it's fucking embarrassing. And it, it, it's Kendall actually quite sweetly um, playing along yeah. with the idea that it could have been could ever have been Roman and the only reason it's not Roman is because he's injured. Yeah. It's actually a really sweet moment and then he stands there silently with his, with his drink, liquor thing. Scotch. Scotch, wine thing. It's definitely not wine. <laughs> and um, he takes the place as Logan. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's so fucked up. And then here, look, her her signature trot, she's decided. I think she's decided then. Yeah. I think you're right. I think she's decided then. She walks to the boardroom. This is the first time we see her after the sticker incident where she finds out that, she, that to, it's going to be Tom. And yeah, she's already decided. It was like, I think, again, something that's so clever about this in the way that it makes you feel so uncomfortable is... 
given how much build-up we've had to this moment, it felt so casual, them just mm. sitting in the boardroom like that and it just being a discussion. It did, but it, it was also... like, wait, wait, but shouldn't this be like, shouldn't people be holding flags? Shouldn't exactly, there be trumpets? exactly. Trumpets? Shouldn't there be fucking drums? Like, this is just a, a this is just a meeting in, no, a, in a boardroom? No, but that's the thing about fucking shit life. Like, yeah. huge things happen and you just, you just glide into them. Like, I remember thinking that about, I mean, I hate to bring it down, to, but to, 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 to funerals, like, well, the only funeral, you know, we've ever been to is our brothers. And like, I remember thinking, no, 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 it can't start. Yeah. It can't start now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. starting it. It's not time. We can't start it. We're not starting it now. And in the same way with this, it's like, no, but it's, there, yeah, there has to be some ceremony. We have to have like a moment of peace and like, it has to be like, but the, no, life, no just, build up. life yeah. just fucking rolls on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing you can do. It just really threw me how quickly we are thrown into that. Mm. And the yeses immediately start and then it's the noes and it just feels like... This deal is a bad deal. You just really have no, you really have no idea at this point how it's going to go. Or at least I did as a viewer. Mm. I was like, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. But, but actually, now that we're looking at right now, they are giving us big clues with the close-ups. A Roman looking very unsure. He's just completely lost. And Shiv, look, she's already like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm about to portray, I'm about to fuck everything up again. Um, because they've had that intimacy with the food moment. Um, and she knows that that's about to be gone. Look, she's she looks she's she's already decided. Sorry, this is probably annoying for a listener, but yeah, it's. I think that maybe that food kitchen intimacy scene is probably the last time that they ever will hang out as siblings. Oh no, don't say that. I don't think so. I believe that there is a, that I think that there is a new start for them. I also thought it was interesting that Shiv in that in in that moment did say, like, oh you 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 think I'm gonna let my kid be with their uncles or something, referencing her child and their relationship that her child's gonna have with them. Yeah, when she's trying to, like, she's trying to say, can we just be a family, basically. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but that's when they're back in the mum's house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, um, she is thinking to the future. Yeah. Maybe she always had one foot out of the door. <coughs> well, you do when you're pregnant. You constantly have to think about do the future. Do you think the pregnancy is going to have impacted her decision-making? Because, like, the hormones that are probably telling her that she should stick with Tom no matter what because he's the father of her child. I I feel like, ultimately... Your lips look very full today. Do they? Yeah. Oh look at you, juicy lip Jesse. Um, I had some filler at the weekend, you know. I did not. I, <laughs> wish, I, I wish I could be one of those people. What did you do over the weekend? Ah, oh, you know. I just got a bit of filler. Got a boob job. Just filled the lips a little. Um, Can't wait for my boob job. Anyway. Yeah, um, me too, actually. No, you can't have a boob job. No, you I'm aren't... looking forward for yours. Oh, right, to mine. Because yeah. then we can be the boob sisters. Yeah. I'm going to be the bigger boob. Then we can just get them out on the town. Maybe that's what's going to happen to ship. Maybe she's going to go into surgery when she's had her baby and just become, you know, like a wifey. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, she's already decided. Fuck. Oh my God, this is so awkward. Um, I've lost track now. I don't know what I was going to say. Oh yeah, I don't think pregnancy would have affected her decisions. I think that's some kind of... Um, Again, it would it would belittle Shiv's intelligence to say, oh, because she's pregnant. She no, can't of think course. Anything. And that's so, not what I'm... No, I'm no, not I saying like, oh, no. women shouldn't be president because they get their period. No, but I that's think that's what, what they saying. think. That is think obviously what, what they think. that's what society thinks. And, and I think that she's under so much pressure because she doesn't want to have people use that against her. But at the same time, she does have to think tactically yeah. because she is a pregnant woman and that is the most vulnerable person to be in society. But they, Roman, look so shocked... That Kendall makes it violent towards her. No, that um, that Shiv hasn't has has betrayed, 
because again he believed he believed for a second in the siblings and he's upset and i'm so shocked that roman threw the daggers here by saying about kendall's kids not being his actual kids like what one's bought in and one's heart like ravers and not yours yeah well i think that's also interesting that they've decided to only wait until now to tell us that information because again it makes us feel like the dicks because obviously as I'm sure a lot of people have noticed um, that Kendall's children um, do look a different ethnicity to him Mm. Um, uh, or at least his daughter does Mm. and obviously that makes you think wait but maybe the actress who plays Rava maybe she it just it's so interesting that they wait until now to tell you that these are not Kendall's biological children because it makes all of these little moments that have been like you know flitted in throughout the series um, like for example, there's this scene in I think series two where Logan warns Tom that he better not be shooting blanks, and he's sitting right next to Kendall. It makes that so much more vile when you think about the fact that Logan must have known that Kendall may- potentially was infertile. It's so Shit. interesting yes. to not tell us until now. That. Maybe that's something that's always frightened Kendall is the fact that he's never been able to provide an heir for himself, and that's why I he's been so desperate. But I think this line here, I am like a cog built to only. To, I'm like a cog built to fit only one machine and I will die yeah. if this happens. Um, I truly believe that he might. I, I believe it too. I, I believe that he is fucked now. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so sad. And then it gets really violent. It gets so violent. Kendall squeezes Roman's face. I'm thinking how much I would have hurt with yeah. his little scar. How can he have been so tender and loving towards him a moment ago and then so violent and aggressive? Because nothing matters to him more than this. Obviously, I know that as I'm saying it. But I think that they're all disgusted by each other in this moment, in this little glass room. They're they're overlooked and watched over by all of these, you know, voyeurs and hangers-on in the company, in the boardroom. And they're just enacting this little, like, scene. Like they're in the womb or something, yeah, fighting with each other to survive. You are not the most important one. You are not the most important it one. It becomes, it all, it just all trickles down to the, the simplest things, doesn't it? That who, who is the chosen one? Who is the favourite? Um, and when, when Shiv pulls out, well, you, you can't, you can't because you killed someone. Yeah. Um, that's like the nastiest. And that's very sibling-esque yeah. as well. To just wait until the last moment yeah. when somebody's really weak to fucking throw it in, to yeah. throttle them. Yeah, you said that like, you know. No, just We saying. have done that. Yeah, no, 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 but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, she's the only person that could do that to him. Well, not just not real, real. Well, that's just what dad said. I'm just saying what dad said. Oh my God, we're going to have such a nice time when we read the scripts of these. We've been sent the succession scripts. So maybe we should do like one We could do, a, we could do a bonus finale. read celebration oh my god he's squeezing his face oh you have no kids oh my god and then roman says roman says she's pregnant you piece of shit yeah but again i think shiv would be insulted by that like don't you know whatever and then i think that this is the walk she's like soz see ya look at that power walk oh i wish i could walk like that you do kind of walk like that. Do I? No. No, I don't. I walk like not I'm ashamed. Yeah. You do. You do. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> Scuttle along. And look, he's ruined. He's, they're ruined. They're ruined. And then here, when he says the bullshit thing, it's the best moment. Let's hit, let's hit Frank. Let's offer Frank. We can still do he this. He bounces back up and tries to just, just flail any ideas against the wall. 
it's, it's all... bits of glue and broken shows, fucking phony news, fucking come on. He gets it. Roman just knows. He knows it, who he is. Oh my God, it's nothing. It's just nothing. It's fucking nothing. Stop it. Roman's just going to go traveling on his own for a long time. I think he does need to go and get a tattoo of a tiger. Yeah. He does. We are bullshit. Yeah. He's going to, he's not going to have a phone and he's going to go oh, very far. You are bullshit. You're fucking away. bullshit, man. I'm fucking bullshit. She's bullshit. It's all fucking nothing, man. I'm telling you this because I know it, okay? We're nothing. Yeah, we are nothing. They are nothing. And, and that's Kendall the knows it. Thing. Kendall knows it. Like Kendall fucking knows it. Look at that mussed up hair, yeah. which I love that he I has now for the rest of the episode. That, yeah. also, no, but also in, in, in the mum's house, he yeah. had the, the messed up hair. It's, it's the only time we've ever seen him other than when he's in his like, you know, comfy clothes where he doesn't. And look, he's straightening up. He still is so desperate to, for it to be him. I mean, Kendall Roy, biggest loser of all time. Our lovable loser. No. He's so fucked, isn't he? He's so fucked. I can't fucked. bear how fucked. And there's audience now watching him go back in, only to be told by Frank, nope, it's done. And Frank is mean. He's Frank cold. is mean here. But Frank is a lo- Team Logan. Yeah. Frank is used to this. He's done it for years. And Stewie, just so spineless in the way that he's... You know, he was with Kendall, but the second that the tide is turning and it's not going to be in his favour anymore, Stewie is just going to go wherever the money is, wherever the power is. Stewie's so sexy, though. Stewie's so sexy. It's insane. That oh guy has God. sex up Yeah. And style. And style. Yeah. And a nice face. Yeah, but I nice am body. sorry. I'm, I'm, I would, I, Matson. I, just Matson style. You know I love, you know I love a tracksuit combo. I do, and I love a man in an anorak. Oh, yeah. I love a man in a functional anorak. So here we go. This is it. The last moments, Kendall walks out. And when, you know, the final scene of Kendall walking like Logan did in the park, Central Park, with... um, With Colin. Colin behind him. Training behind him. Who's his, like his little, you know, dog. Guide dog. Guide dog, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, somebody said um, in the episode where Logan dies that it's like a a guide dog whose owner has just died when he was looking on up oh at the plane god. um oh my god and this just this parade now tom, tom immediately walking in like he's been prepped for this his whole fucking life it's insane you no know, i i feel like he is aware that this is quite peculiar um i think we should have slit his throat in the fucking cradle says frank um stewie spineless but tom is not able to be that happy because I think he does truly love Shiv. Yeah. And I think he knows that this is a very tender moment that he has to be careful. And Shiv just standing around. And when he goes, look, I'll be in the car in 20 minutes. Yeah. And Shiv has to just... It's quite protective. I like the way he said that. It was a bit sexy. Well, it's protective or is it controlling? And is it like, you're my bitch now? Well, I think he knows that in this moment she needs somebody to control her. Yeah. Like they're all lost children falling around. I think, it, yeah, maybe it is protective. It's him saying... It's him saying... We're in this together. It's him saying... I've got you. Yeah. It's him saying, we we do hate each other. And had this not gone my way, we would actually not stay together. Yeah. But this is the way that it is now. I'll be in the car in 20 minutes. And, and it, this is your apology. Yeah. It's him saying, I'm taking control now. Yeah. It's him saying, we're going to do this 2.0, but I'm the Shiv and, and you're Greg, the Tom. And, and him also backing Greg and choosing Jerry. Of course. Jerry gets it. Jerry gets it. And Jerry's not afraid of the dark. No. God, we're just loopy, aren't we? <laughs> we need to stop now. This has gone on way too long. I just don't want it to be over. Well, it, 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 it is a loss. It is, it, And it's, that's what's so great about it is that it is a huge loss for us all, television-wise. 
And every generation seems to love this show. All of the sexy young teenagers on TikTok making these like fucking amazing edits of like Kendall Roy, Kel, KLR. And then it's like an edit of Logan saying, you're not a killer. And then KLR on the screen whoosh, turns into killer. And then it's like Kendall Roy, like just walking around looking powerful with like I very no sexy matrix music. I what you were just saying. And then yeah, when, it's when he puts the sticker on Greg, when he puts the sticker on Greg. Puts the bloody sticker on him. Tom. He's playful, but is he is he evil? Why does Roman Why have to, to be the one to sign it? I, Why does he have to do that? Cruel, cruel, cruel. It's heartbreaking. I was I was crying so hard, so hard. He has to publicly go and stand with Matson as a tiny little boy on his own, the only sibling there. I'm not taking a photo. Okay, but also fine. he changes his mind so quickly. He says, I'm not doing it. And then... Because he knows he has to. He just... Happy, he happy. just doesn't care. He just doesn't care anymore. Fuck you, Matson. That's what I want to say. And Shiv standing next to Carolina, looking destroyed. I mean, already wifey, standing yeah. in the background, not yeah. in the main room, looking on. And, oh and Matson's in a weird turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> next to Ebba. Ebba? Ebba? Oh. I and mean, Tom is really playing that role brilliantly, isn't he? He really is. I think this, now it's over. I think now I might actually be able to finally engage with all of the press content and like interviews and stuff. The only external thing that I've watched to this is the Jeremy Strong GQ interview, which I know I've mentioned a few times because that is so iconic. It's outrageous. Like you've it. never seen somebody be more of an actor and he deserves to be because he, that's what that's what he delivers. But all of the interviews of like Sarah Snook and Matthew McFadden and, you know, I can't really engage with that content because it just makes me feel like it's not the characters anymore. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the show is so special to me, but I just don't want to see them ever not being the characters that they are. Yeah. Um, but now that it's done, I think I might actually be able to Same. like trawl back through. And then um, you just hope that she's in the car as Tom walks you away. Know that she's gonna be, you know that she's going to be in the car. Yeah, and Ken, um, Roman sitting at the bar on his own. Where is this bar? Ordering Where is he gone? Ordering a martini, Jerry's drink. I know. I found him so, you know, so determined not to see Jerry and to get Jerry out of the building. It was it was like seeing your attacker. Yeah. It was very strange. It is quite strange, isn't it? Because I would have thought that the more obvious route for the writers to go down there would be Look Jerry... smiling. Providing some kind of a role in, of comfort of I know, somewhat, but like she's... maybe maybe them hugging. But of course they're not going to go for that because that's too easy. They never go for the easy thing. Do well, they? it's the mother. Ro- he's been rejected by his mother again. Another mother. Another mother. And he has to be his own mother. Oh my god, Shiv in the car. Hey, hey. She's basically going to play the long game now. I think. I think that she is going to hang tight. She's going to hate motherhood. And she's gonna. Well, she's not gonna get, have to do it. She's gonna get to the top. She's down with a night nanny. Oh no! Look, is he putting his hand out? What's his face doing? The limpness. The limpness. Oh my god! They can't even look at each other. But it's like this is the way that it is. It's strange. Like what? It is because what they know that they have to stay together. They have realised that this is the strongest way to retain power. They have yeah. a Womscans and a Roy. Yeah. In one baby. Yeah. That's that's all of the culmination of all of the power of all of these different companies. It's like a business deal that's happening inside of our uterus right now. Right. And they're following it. And look on and looking on as Kendall's walking silently in the park. And he's so depressed he can't even put one foot in front of the other. 
oh my God, he's going to kill himself, isn't he? No, but obviously he won't because Colin's right there and he would fish him out of the water. But he might as well. He's empty yeah. now. He's an yeah. empty vessel. But that Colin being there is to show, oh, he he's a danger to himself. Yeah. Oh my God, we have to stop. We it's really do, long. but it's, it's been just... too long. I don't Thank even know what to say. It's just too sad. It's just too sad. I don't even know what to say. Well, let's not say now. goodbye. Let's not say goodbye. Because I am going to be rewatching it from the beginning now. I've, I've been trying to get my flatmate it. into watching it, and she's only watched the first two episodes, so it's a perfect opportunity for me to go from I've the beginning. I've watched it too many times. I think I have to say goodbye now. I don't think that you do. I think that you can go for a rewatch. But I maybe, can go maybe with, no, give it, give I'm, it a few I'm going months. for a rewatch of series four. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I. I saw this really annoying list of top episodes in the guardian Fuck top off. 40 episodes. don't tell me and do you know what it was so insulting because like number 40 like the first 15 they were just slagging off and i was like why do a top why do it why do that don't be not like don't, don't be, be nasty don't be, don't, be, don't be nasty they're all geniuses they're all top i mean okay look i was a bitch in our last episode and i said i didn't enjoy it as much i didn't hear a word you just said <laughs> that's because you can't hear that's because you can't hear because your both, pronunciation we both... is shit no, no it's because we both got mucus yeah, in our ears do, currently we so we're having a struggling with a hearing problem yeah we are um, that's but it's goes... perfect actually you can just tune each other out it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh, I feel bad for slagging off the funeral episode I think that I need to do another rewatch and maybe I'll have a different yeah, opinion on it yeah you were in it. a bad mood that day weren't I you? wasn't no I wasn't you were in a bad I mood. wasn't you need to be in a good mood to watch a funeral episode. You do. <laughs> I mean, that's true. True things never been said. Um, okay. We're going to okay. say goodbye now. Okay, okay, we guys. Got we got we got serious work to do we on really our sinuses. Do. We do. We do. We need to do an inhalation with some Albus oil. <coughs> nice. We are very um, grateful for you listening, and um, we won't be back with the Nasty Session series, which is the saddest thing we've ever in said. the world. But um, we will be back with all of our normal. Stuff. content or serious hardcore content yeah exactly the naked shit <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we just started doing naked podcasts yeah <laughs> that would be fun that would be new that would be new i don't see other people doing it that like much some weird yeah weird just stuff. get on board just get on board okay thank you very much and just thank you to succession thank you to succession thank you to jesse armstrong good luck thank Sarah you to Snook Lucy with your Prabble. baby good luck sarah snook Matthew Good luck, McFadden. Kieran. Kieran, please, will you just keep acting forever? Kieran. We whatever you do next, I love we will you. maybe whatever Kieran does next, we do an analysis of. Yes. I think yeah. that we basically now we're just team Kieran. We're just committed to Kieran. Oh my god. Okay, <sighs> thank you so very much. much for listening, everybody. Bye bye. Have a good day. Have a good life. Goodbye. <laughs>